0: Everyone was wrong about Ruby on Rails, here's why. Medium. The 16th of March 2021. In 2018 we saw the seventh year in a row that Ruby on Rails dropped in popularity. And yet, it was all the rage within the software engineering community that very same year. This due to the notion of a new generation of young engineers who would adopt it and take it back to its former prospective glory. Here's a hint, we didn't. But why? To put it simply, there are too many better options. Let's face it, Ruby is only where it is today because of Rails. And yet, it can't even compete for the top 5 of web languages, it just doesn't offer anything unique anymore and seems further under threat by the likes of Golang. So, which technologies beat Ruby to the top 5 spots? For high-level languages, the decline of interest in Ruby has an almost 1-to-1 correlation with the rise of Node.js per stack overflow. Node offers a way of writing server-side code with a language that is familiar to people who are coming from front-end development, as most of us do, and as such offers easy integration and familiarity to lure new users in with fantastic frameworks like Express. We also can't forget the colossal elephant in the room, PHP. The steady ship seems to survive every criticism from blogs, forums, and snidey articles like this one. It's so simple to set up for beginners that it's almost like a very handy extension for their HTML code at first. It then offers great frameworks, like Laravel, when transitioning to an MVC model view controller, for the first time. The largest advantage PHP has, however, is its ridiculous market share. It is the number one language for freelance web developers, mainly due to WordPress making up a massive chunk of the market share that PHP enjoys. Python offers a very similar framework to Rails with Django. I could go on about the speed and other advantages Django has over Rails but more importantly are the wider use cases that Python has to offer. When somebody decides to learn Python, they open the possibility of quickly being able to pick up other concepts like ML, AI, etc. that Python excels at without having to learn a new syntax and get familiar with a new community. This also allows Python developers to utilize those skills within Python's web frameworks, whose diversity of which is also a significant advantage. Before I wrap up the comparisons, we still need to talk about the medium-to-low-level languages. When the need for speed is in play, Ruby isn't even in the conversation and choices like Java or C hash become the clear choices over high-level languages, especially Ruby. With all of that being said, Ruby doesn't make the top five due to how slow it is in comparison to the lower-level languages, but more importantly due to how old and generic its features and use cases seem to be when compared with other high-level languages. So why is it still around? Well, other than personal preference and older engineers who have been using it their entire careers, the money. For the engineers themselves, Ruby looks like a juicy career path to take due to its constant rankings as one of the highest-paid programming languages. So, if you're a Ruby developer, congratulations, you're somehow in very high demand. Despite all of the reasons not to, your company decided to choose the most unattractive and expensive language on the market. But hey, at least you get a big paycheck. I won't tell if you won't. So, in conclusion, the Ruby surge never came. Startups and businesses would need a very good reason to justify adopting it at this point and the only reason for software engineers to choose it is the apparent money making upside for doing so. Ruby isn't going away anytime soon, but it definitely never made the comeback to the top that was prophesized.